Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of The Roughcast, and it's your boy, Rapiwa Kujama, coming to you with another one. And today we'll be talking about a topic that someone suggested, because as some of you guys know, I did post that I was not going to release anything last week, instead I was going to ask you guys to drop some topics, and I found really, I found this really interesting topic that someone suggested, and, um, I decided to get someone to come and talk to me about it as well. And I'm just going to allow him to introduce himself because, yo, I love the way he does it. And it's super dope, man. <laughs> and I'm glad we're doing this. Um, you know, yeah. I very, you know, just introduce yourself to the people. Well, and, uh, I wasn't... I, I, wasn't, I wasn't planning to do the whole intro action up above, but I'm going I'm to just do it for the... Love that you show him, you know. Um, yeah. what it do from Vendam Jitwai and your boy, Takara Ninchport, officially known as Taiki Umakuani, and I am a content creator and aspiring director. Um, I think I'm a very opinionated guy, you know, but also I'm trying my hand into writing. I mean, I write, but then you know, I don't legit call myself like a proper writer as yet, so it's that guy. Yeah, bro, and you know, the topic we're going to be talking about, obviously, you know the topic, and for the people that don't know, well, I'm actually about to tell you guys. So the topic is how create, how being in a small, in a small town can kill a creative drive. Thanky, what do you think about that, bro? All right, so before we go in, right, because um, I already knew about like the topic and I didn't want to like come onto the show and just give like a vague um, opinionated um, perspective, right? So I did like a little bit of like, I don't know, like research type of vibe. And yeah. on the on the topic, I highlighted small town and creative, right? So mm. by creative, we already know that you are inventive and imaginative. Like that means you are creating something often an original idea that you already thought about, right? And drive in this context an yeah. organized effort. So creative drive, from my perspective, means the, the direction you are heading in terms of what you are creating, which involves energy, patience, mm -hmm. how willing you are in the process to create something that's worthwhile for the masses, right? So we come from a small yeah. town. Well, I come from a village which is under that small town, which is LTT. And it's a different environment mm -hmm. apart from Johannesburg or any other province out there based on the lack of information and not being exposed to things, right? But initially, as a man, yeah. the idea is at, like, first-class glance, it's to, like, spark the people's vision, those that are around you. You know, like you wanna you wanna spark the people's vision in terms of like, okay, cool, I'm creating this, right? But all of that is like supported by the pillars of wanting the whole world to notice your work, you know. But then to cultivate the yeah. whole entire planet, if you're failing to sustain the creativity of, a, of of just a mere misunderstanding of what people perceive your work to be. So my point is like, yeah, of course you come from a small town. Right, and you want people to like understand what you are doing, but not 
everyone will understand what you're doing. And if you can't take the criticism that you are getting at that small town, how are you expecting to like be recognized in like various or different places? You know. So so, so like yeah. With that whole yeah. with that being said. I'm, I'm, I, I, I disagree with this whole point of like coming from a small town can create can like kill your whole creative drive because you can add so many things yeah. in terms of like okay cool emotionally a lot of people feel like they aren't being supported you know like okay I, I created yeah. a brand now so and so doesn't support me or people don't feel like it's it's the best brand out there if you can't take because for myself personally speaking man um i am i am i am a selfish creator like yeah yeah, yeah. like I, i i i literally create the things that i wish were there and as much as you don't understand it, it's mm-hmm. fine. You'll get it at some point. I don't know if I'm making sense. Am I making sense? Now you, yeah, you are. <laughs> you are, bro. Yeah, no, so, are, so I've, let me just give like a small timeline. Yeah. Um, when mm-hmm. I started being, I don't know if one can say they started being a creative but when I literally started engaging in a creator, I started with um, a streetwear brand called Creative Union. And when that started, it was a whole point of like, I saw something on TV which I thought was cool and I wanted that to be around my hood. You know, because no one... There were, there were, there were yeah. brands like brands like original vendor hustler or anything like i just wanted something i could create and be proud of and people could wear you know so when we started that whole thing there was word uh around town that okay taiki is taking chances you know that like inverted commas that whole thing of like hey taiki you are chancer you know and it it (laughs) is different yeah it's different on a on a steez of like damn, people really are hating and not a lot of people understand what's going yeah. on. Like, I, I drew inspiration from the brands that were there and realized that, okay, there's there's nothing like this in my hometown or in my village. So we started that mm. brand and then a few months later after popping or a year later, there were brands birthed from LTT. I'm not going to, like, mention names, right? So... Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we so know a couple. My point is, from people going from a point of, of hating, it ended up being a trend that mm. everyone started doing. You get my point? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and as much as that can, like, discourage someone because someone's uh, creative drive, as in, like, okay... I started some I started something and now people are copying my style. That literally should inspire you. Exactly. It just shows you that doing you're doing the right, the right thing. thing. Of course. And if you are willing, it goes back to that whole thing of like 
if you are willing to be in the process of creating something which is worthwhile, you're gonna stick around. You know, my big, my biggest, true, my biggest true. regret is like, I I started this brand, but then along the way I gave up with my own personal reasons, right? So, fine. Okay. Yeah. You started a brand, and then I jumped on to making podcasts. Right. Um. During that time, yeah, I didn't I didn't know anything about like a podcast. Um. A homie of mine just hit me up and he's like, "Yo, bro, um, you 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 sound very energetic and like you sound like a whole pop culture enthusiast. Why don't we like come up with, like a podcast mm. which we can sell to Makado FM? You know, we ended up doing that, and by doing yeah. that, it became a thing whereby we drop it every. Thursday, but I still had a problem that okay, cool. People think I'm a rapper now because they don't understand what's going on. But to me, yeah, because because during that time, I think it was my 2016, if not 15. I was, I was. Yeah, and obviously at that time, sorry to cut you, but obviously at that time, people here about Ruba. Yeah, like like. It's you it's know. all about listening to a local talent in like a radio station, which mm. then was Makado FM. I doubt people still listen to it, but it'll be dope if they really do. You know, support home local tapestries. So yeah, we we did that. Not a lot of people understood, but they still vibe. So that going to. Mm, mm. Uh, the place that I am now, you know, still continuing with my timeline. Um, in 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 Gritov, yeah. I wrote an art school which made it on Hype Magazine. It's um one of South Africa's biggest hip hop platforms. And when I was doing mm. that, like I was like I love pop culture, right? And as a, as yeah, a creator, that means. I am literally creating everything that I wish was there, everything that I wish existed, you know. So when I woke up and wrote the article that I wrote that eventually made it on Hype Magazine, it wasn't off the 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 whole thing of like I want exposure. Like a lot of people, a lot of people confuse exposure with like clout. Like I wasn't the music I was exposed to when I was writing that article was like van rap music but my biggest concern was okay as a consumer of vernacular rap or vendor rap music why isn't it commercially recognized you know so i'm writing from a perspective of a kid that comes yeah. from a small town trying to cultivate the whole south africa like the whole hip hop game you know so when I wrote that, sure. it made it on hype, you know. And my point was like, yo, we we are able to listen to people like Davido, Wizkid, and we literally don't know what they say. But we have music from all around South Africa because South Africa is a big country with like eleven official languages. But when it comes to like the hip hop game. The only recognized languages is like uh, Stwana with your coolies, Zulu maybe with like your your, your Questa, 
and then English. And that's literally it. Now we have uh, uh, some rap with like Shoma Jersey coming into the industry, you know? So. Yeah. And she's also yeah, from a small yeah, town, yeah, I know? guess. So, and she's like, solidify what yeah. I'm trying to say is like, create from a perspective of trying to change the place that you come from or trying to change the world. Never mind what about hmm. your work, bro. Like, it's fine to 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 ask someone to to like review your work, right? But that shouldn't stop you. If if you damn, I cannot put this way. Okay, like I'm gonna make an example. Yeah, this one this right, one cool. hits home because it's like from my grandmother. You know, um, she she literally doesn't understand what I do, dog. Like. <laughs> but she yeah, knows yeah, you she doing knows something. I'm doing something like it, it hurts me deep inside, but it it still pushes me to like work harder. Yes, like okay. it's, it's a thing of like it's like she's closer, so it's like yo Taiki, I don't understand what you're doing, And then it's like, um, yeah, why didn't you get a degree and just do something else, Mvesa? Because also. It, like yeah coming from a small town people don't really understand what art is like they understand it it's just that they don't see a deeper meaning into it which which, yeah. which i guess yeah. makes uh, uh, the young creatives lose hope we could say that yeah yeah so true actually is, yeah <laughs> because the Okay. Wait, but you were saying? I wanted to ask, how is it pointless? Isn't like, isn't that supposed to make us even want to yeah, work hard in I'm order to make saying, these people so sort I'm of saying like, like, like if, like it's pointless in terms of like you shouldn't base your feelings on what other people think of what art is. It's, it's, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay, literally yeah. what I was trying to say. So if like. It's yeah, like sorry. no one understands what you're doing, then it's time to introduce those people to what you are doing. You know, I, hmm. I'm, 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 I'd love to think that I am the perfect example from from the timeline of the things that I've done done until now, from starting a brand to making a podcast. Uh, to writing an article and then now I'm literally venturing into making like documentaries and films, you know? So um, I'm going to give you an exclusive. I was shooting a documentary last year with like a person I ended up reaching out to when I was in my struggling days as a creative i'm still struggling but it was during the times where like i wasn't exposed to what joburg has offered me you know so i ended yeah. up like uh coming back with like uh that person and then we shot like his perspective of how vendor is but literally the whole documentary is based upon like uh coming from a small town going to a big city and then coming back from the big city and sharing what you have 
uh, all the knowledge that you've acquired from the big city, you know, in terms of like mm, mm, mm. one day, one day, if I'm if I'm not like based in like the small town forever, see, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna have to shift because yeah. that's a big vision. Like the bigger goal is like I want to like be recognized by the whole world, Mvesa. That means if I go mm. to America yeah. and I see how their things, that means I have to come back to Makado. Okay, cool. So this is what kids in America do. It. You get me? Yeah. And that way, Zudoba is already exposed to these things. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you, bro. Yo, sorry to everyone. Um, excuse the quality, you know, due to the whole COVID-19 thing, you know, we can't really be in the same space uh, while recording. But hopefully for the next... Listen, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I really, no, I really vibe you. with what you're doing, bro. And I hope... At some point, it really it, it like it inspires the next person to do better, you know. Because... Yo, bro, that's just yeah. I was sorry. I was sorry to cut you. I was just saying that's also like one thing that I really want to do for the kids mm-hmm. in this town here. And when I say kids, I don't mean it in like yeah. a disrespectful way. I just mean it like. For the kids, for the people that are younger, as well as pe- perhaps people who are my age mates or even just older than me, just to show them that as much as we're from a small town, bro, it doesn't really matter where you come from. We we're all capable mm-hmm. of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I do what I do, and I do it with, and I don't do it with with the idea of what people are going to say. You know, so because I know I'm very, I'm a person that's very, I easily get, um, get caught in my feelings in the sense that I, I, sometimes I take what a lot of people say to heart. So that has sort of like, you know, taught me how to keep pushing without, you know, yeah, without taking what the people are saying into consideration, like not into consideration, but like without letting it hurt me or get to me. And stopping me from chasing my dream because I know where I want to go, even though I'm that's, from a that's small true, town. That's true, but like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've, I've messed up before, right? And I've messed up a lot of op- opportunities mm. for myself. You know, um, I think this is also key. You know, since like a lot of people like speaking about this whole topic, which is like how coming from a small town can be a creative drive, right? Um. Sometimes it isn't like the place that you come from, but what you decide you. Mm. But, um, yeah. I I used to be a kid that seeked out validation a lot. Like I would I would literally on a point of like, yo, what is this person going to say? Instead of like, yo, I'm actually creating this for myself. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm still learning mm-hmm. that, and and I, I, I hope, hopefully, in the next six months or a year, I'll be confident enough to like be open with the work that I've done and just put it out there to the world. On some like, okay, 
this is what I have done. What do you guys think? You know, maybe get like some positive or yeah. even negative like criticism. I'm I'm open to that. I feel like as a creator, bro, you need to have like hard skin. True, yo. That's especially like coming, especially thing. coming. <laughs> like I was watching an interview of. Sorry, I was watching an interview of Nelson Makamu. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, yeah, was, the, the he was being interviewed by by Trevor Noah, and Trevor Noah just highly mm-hmm. he highlighted that yo, um, people people always think that okay he he put it like I'm gonna like paraphrase yeah he put it in, like okay okay art yeah. is like an uh, a, a European thing t and then. And then, like, what Africans do, it's just nice. Yeah, it's done by Africans. They just draw, you know? Yeah, so... Yeah. So I, I think yeah. that has... That has literally damaged uh, uh, um, our our minds. Like, I went to the school and I just thought about it that, like, yeah, if I, I say it, a lot of people are going to be like, yo, whoa, you didn't first think that through. Mara, I feel like... It is it is a black norm that we are coming from a society that our parents want us to be those people that go to school, graduate, get a job, and that's it. Yeah, repeat you know, where it could be that thing of like, all right, cool, going to school, but damn, I I don't feel this, these subjects that I'm doing. You know, yeah. figure out what you want to do with your life. You know, and, and then just be happy. I'm cool. I feel like drawing could be like, cause like that's the thing. Like coming from a small town, of course, we aren't exposed to things. You can only expose up to these mm. things through television or radio or the internet. See, it comes to that thing of like, damn, yeah. I have to convince my like. Well, okay, let me. I'm gonna make an, an example about myself again. I'm sorry for like people. People are gonna be like, this is very egotistical and shit. But yeah, like, wait, am I allowed to swear, bro? <laughs> um, we let. I mean, oh, I can't yes, stop that from happening. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because I heard the last it. time you were like, "Yo, I'm not gonna cuss." I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm just... Anyway, um, yeah. damn, yeah. I just lost my train of thought. Um, an example about myself. Oh yeah, yeah, I had to convince my parents about film, bro. Um, I think yeah, it became a wake up call to my parent. Well, my parents, my mom, right? That okay, he's not yeah. interested in anything corporate, or I don't see a lawyer or a doctor in him because of what he does, because it was. When it came, like, academically, bro, I was failing. And the only thing that I passed, the only thing with high marks yeah. was English, you know? And it was that thing of, like, yeah. okay, we see what you're doing. Like, wow. So you started a brand. You're making money for yourself now. Okay, cool. It's just a phase. Let's just leave it. And then it's the podcast. And then they're like, okay, cool. Maybe it's just another phase, you know? 
and then the wake up call was like the the article on some like oh okay this is this is big now even if you didn't get paid but your name is on a magazine inside a magazine you know like mm-hmm. literally first page you'd open it's written like mm-hmm. chipota t a k i i c h i p o t a say the name right and spell it right you know it was literally that thing where they were like okay cool. um it's fine man you can do whatever it is that you need to do so i feel like if you are a creative and listening and home they just don't like vibe with the vision man just try to convince them and if they don't understand it's fine just do what they want to do what they asking you to do because it's their money bro on paper but ultimately ultimately you at the end of the I feel like it's about you and your happiness as well as your your sanity bro because what good does it do to you if you're doing something that you're not happy bro otherwise you're just going to end up nicho kochira churo of course but sometimes you have to compromise this is this is where hey, that whole true. thing where i said um creative drive it involves one's energy patience and how you willing in the process of creating something that is worthwhile in in this context yeah to stretch it out let's say your parents are like Yo, we don't believe in you growing or whatever. Because and mm. you 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 have good grades, bro. Like you passed, but then you're like, yo, I don't I don't want to study graphic design. And they're like, nah. F no. But we are willing to take you to school Ish. and study something else. <laughs> this is this is when yeah. This is where as a creative you need to think harder on a on a stage of okay cool i want to do graphic design but my parents think it's not worthwhile what is it that i can do that correlates with graphic design team so, exactly or it could be on a stage of business so true within you studying business yeah. that means you are learning on how to manage what you internally love more than what you are studying which is which sorry sorry to cut you yeah. there which is what i did yeah you see my point what so it should be that thing of like okay cool you're studying business but that doesn't stop you from creating because when you were in high school you were still making graphics right? yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask means, you because you're yeah. you're a photographer, bro, right? Uh, photography, yeah. you have to take photos, and then you have to edit them out. Do you love yeah. all of that? Of course, I do. Really, bro. it's amazing. Like you know, the editing, yeah. the, taking the photos, and everything. Yeah, it's a, bro, for me it's fun. I enjoy it. Doesn't yeah, it's not nothing difficult. It's like, that's different. It's bro. like, oh, if that's if you're not capping. So yeah. I'm gonna so there's like I listen, um, I'm not capping. <laughs> there's this hard named um Lulu Lulu Wang or Lulu Wong. You can google her. She made um an Asian American film. 
and mm. she was like speaking on like the director's table round table it's on youtube you know and and they were discussing like what uh what is the most thing that you hate in film you know um she loves directing yeah. she loves shooting but when it goes to post production and editing that's what she hates most you know, so my point is yeah. as much as you love something what it comes with you won't always love but you have to accept it and just vibe with it on this for example um mm. yeah, what example can i make uh yeah i i love presenting my show but i hate the production in terms of research yeah. like like I yeah. go in knowing what I know besides what the production team has like dug up I don't know if I'm making sense it makes sense I feel you in that one actually right now that you speak of this too there is some bits of pieces from the photography yeah. that I do not like which is something that I've been trying to work like uh, it's something that I think it's something I need to work on myself and I feel like I'm getting better at which is just communicating with certain people that I want to shoot with as well like pre-production for me it gets me in the sense that not necessarily pre-production but like when I'm at events and stuff like that asking people yo can I get a photo of you yo can I do this for me I used to battle yeah. with that that's like the part where I, which I I'm not one to is i don't i didn't i used to struggle socializing but now i've been doing it constantly so it's something that's like oh, okay now it's easy but like yeah there's obviously certain aspects from the photography that i like it's like oh shit now i got to oh i just cast sorry uh, <laughs> it's like now i got to do this now i got to do that kind of vibes but you're saying let's continue Yeah bro so I'm 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 just going to go back um creative drive right mm. I mm. I want whoever's listening bro like the topic is how coming from a small town can kill your creative drive now me speaking I'm opposing that I'm saying yo that is highly impossible T because if you're coming from a small town that should give you the 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 energy to even go further but what creative drive means and i repeat myself it is the direction you are heading in terms of what you are creating which involves one's mm. energy patience and how willing you are in the process of creating something which is worthwhile you know so Yeah man a, a lot of people call themselves creators but when it comes to putting in the work hey they start you don't yeah, want they start it. whining as a creator you should have hot skin like we should have like a segment where we are literally just highlighting uh the roles of a creator cuz if okay let me yeah. let me say something you know like i i love this thing bro like so not to be blasphemy or whatever um god is the creator 
right? Like he created the heaven and the earth and he cre- created all living species, you know? So at this point, you are also a god, you know? So if you are a god, you need to realize that the power that you hold is very it's powerful it's yo it's freaking i can't even find the right words to like put it in like a proper manner but you need to realize that you have the power to make something in which people will eventually end up loving and understanding at like a given time where you just have to be patient about that guys unfortunately the network had to be had to cut the conversation a bit short and uh and that was the topic you know how being in a small town can kill a creative's drive and uh so we've come to the end of part one and thank you to everyone that has tuned in and stay tuned for part two that will be coming soon and as we'll be speaking to the person who um initiated the whole topic and uh we're going to hear his views um, on the topic. And then, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Stay lovely, stay safe, and bless. Peace and gratitude to you guys. Stay tuned for part two coming soon. And it's your boy, Rokio Kutama. Ndah.